In this episode, we're actually steering away from health and fitness for a while and moving into more financial direction. My guest today, George Grombacher from Lifeblood Podcast, talks about the three key financial principles that he talks about in his practice, and that is paying yourself first, staying out of debt, and diversifying your investments. We've all heard this many, many times, but if you're interested in hearing his key points today, stay tuned. How's it going? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help you being over 40 to fight the aging process without giving up your social life. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 14 years, and I specialize in helping the over 40 crowd get to their goals. But enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. This is part two of three of an interview I did with George Grombacher from Lifeblood Podcast. If you'd like to catch up, just go back an episode. Well, George, let's talk about our next subject that you were hinting at the top three things that you push on to some of your clients or friends and family, and not just regarding fitness, but it can happen to all aspects of your life if you focus on three things. So kind of want to pick your brain on those. Yeah, I appreciate that. And kind of along the same lines and in the same vein of once you start looking and exploring and pursuing your curiosities, for me, once I started to write again, I realized the power of writing and journaling, it's a function of you're thinking about your own thoughts. And that's a muscle like any other. If I don't use my brain, it's going to atrophy. And once I start using it consistently, it will get stronger and I will become a better thinker. I will come up with new and original ideas on my own and I can come up to my own conclusion on things. And there's probably never been a more important time than, than the one we're living through right now to get super clear on what you believe to be true of, about things. And I came up with these three equations, which are super basic and I think super helpful. And I'm also pretty proud of them. And they are, number one is goals are what you want. Beliefs are who you are and habits are what you do. Okay. And I think that anytime that we're trying to get better at something, we have a tendency to focus on the habits piece. And we are now conditioned and fed life hacks and fitness hacks and money hacks. And, and I think, and you can speak this way better than I can, a lot of that's just a recipe for your diet. It's a recipe to lose weight, gain weight, get out of debt, get back into debt date the same kind of person over and over again, making the same wrong decisions, getting the same bad results. And, and then I think that we do a lot better of thinking about, okay, what is it that I really want? What is the desired endpoint that I'm going for? So I'm probably going to the gym because I'm interested in getting some kind of physical results, or I'm interested in being able to get up consistently and be able to pick my kids up, or I want to run a marathon or a triathlon. But way too many of us squander, and when I say way too many of us, I'm talking about myself. I've intellectually understood the importance of setting goals for the first 35 years of my life, but I didn't ever write them down. The evidence is that if you have goals, that, that, that's good. If you have goals and you actually write them down, that's way, way better. Well, I didn't yeah. do that until I was 35. And I've realized that setting goals is a legitimate human superpower. Think about what we do is we can sit down and imagine, let our minds run wild about what I want to happen in the future. It could be anything. And then I can make plans. And actually put those plans to work and execute them and bring that desired reality into my current future. And that is a freaking amazing thing that I squandered forever. And now I'm putting it into practice and I can certainly attest to the importance of it. And then finally, that beliefs part. If you think that you're bad at money, you're probably going to be bad at money. If you think that you're great at it, you're probably going to be good at it. If you think that you're somebody who's capable of being healthy and strong then you're probably going to do that if you think, oh, you know what, that's not for me. That's for other people with good genetics or whatever it might be. 
then you're going to have a hard time doing it. So we need to get really clear. And this is hard work. And it's tough yeah. to get into the messy parts of our brain and our psyche. But where am I limiting myself in my beliefs? Because we all have them. We got to pull that string and try to figure out, get to the root cause of why it is that I think the way that I think. And so yeah. if I can line all those up, if I can get super clear in the life that I want, get super clear in what my operating system is or my belief structure and my values, and then I can put to work, create good habits around that, then I think I've really optimized and I've positioned myself for success, regardless of what it is I'm trying to get better at. For some of the people with certain like beliefs and you really hone in on those and you're, why are you doing this? And if you don't think you can do it, some of those times you then get to the realization like, okay, I don't think I ever will. And nothing, my going back to my goals, it really isn't one of my goals. So take it off your list, lateral over to something else. There's, that's kind of what I did with the online world and podcasting and then helping my wife with her business before I was running brick and mortar gyms. And that was all my life was. That's it. Until I broke from that and started realizing well, what are my goals that I want? Family, my personal health, going through that back surgery. Still want to be in fitness. That's why I created this podcast. And there's so much information out there that we were never taught in school and all our certifications and stuff. And then getting to, do you believe you can do it? And finding just like all the stuff you just said, I feel like I've already done that. And I journal everything. I've got it written down. Each one of those goals and I got to-do lists on everything or future to-do lists. And that's the thing. If one of them looks like it's not looking good, then lateral, pick something else. Or just focus on the, the two that you have or three that you have. I love it. I love it. And it's working. And you know what? The journaling part, I didn't start that till I was 40. And like really just writing down everything or I'll use Google Calendar to write it down. And like, I use it as a system because my memory was never that great for short or long term. And just doing that, like, I don't even need it because it's like retraining your brain. Just like you said, like a muscle to where I've just written it down. I've got this process, but half the time I don't even need it. Like I already know what I have to do tomorrow, the next day. And I'm discovering that I can go back and, and remember certain things when usually I had problems doing that. So. It absolutely is a, a skill set. Yeah. If I don't write something down, it's gone. It is gone. So. Yeah. So as far as like finance and stuff, what's some of the things that you talk with clients and, and people about that? Just same thing, setting goals. What are you trying to do with your monetary wishes? 100%. I think that the majority of us have some kind of limiting beliefs around money. So it's super mm -hmm. important to pull that string and, and to figure out what your operating system says around money. And yes, we must sit down and write down, okay, this is what I want financially. Tactically, there are three things that I think are really important. And if you are a parent and you are thinking, how can I help my kids to be good with money? How can I help myself be good at money? If you do these three things, I think you really position yourself for long-term success. And I talk about them in terms of Olympic medals because we all know what those are. Mm -hmm. So the gold medal of personal finance is pay yourself first. And that simply means that the first part of the month, I must contribute towards my family's financial goals and priorities before I contribute to anybody else's, before I pay any bills or do anything else, the money must go towards me and my family. It's put yourself first, which is where you and your family ought to be before you start paying anybody else you owe money to. And the reason for that is if you are in the habit of paying everybody else first and then waiting around to the end of the month to pay yourself, there will be no money left over for you. And I know that I've certainly experienced this. That was the majority that's of my twenties so. was spent doing that. So I. That's everybody. Two thirds of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck right now, which means we're essentially broke. We have no money saved. We're in a bad way. So get in the habit of paying yourself first. And the, the easiest way is if you work for a company that offers a 401k, enroll in the 401k. Then you automatically pay yourself first. 
If you're an organization that doesn't have a 401k, open an individual retirement account or an IRA and set up automatic contributions to the financial institution. Go open it at a Fidelity or Vanguard or whatever, and then just make contributions to it. Number two is stay out of debt. So the silver medal of personal finance is stay out of debt. Credit card debt is the worst. It yep. is the absolute worst. It crushes us. It crushes spirit or soul. Money has an opportunity cost. There's a time value to it. Simply put, the longer I wait to pursue my most important financial goals, the harder they become to meet. So if I am in credit card debt, paying over 20% interest rates on that debt, that just means that all the money I'm having to put towards servicing that debt, not really getting out of it, spinning my wheels, is money that could be going somewhere else towards those proactive savings. So if you are currently in credit card debt, put a plan together, get mad at it, devote all of your energy and attention to getting out of it. I've got a free course called Get Out of Debt that you can access on one of my websites that I'll, I'll give to you later. And as I'm talking about that, I also have a free course called The Goals Course and a free course called The Values Course. I already tell that one of my unique abilities is naming things. So yep, love it. So pay yourself first, stay out of debt. So if you're not in debt, then don't get in debt. Don't let your kids get in credit card debt. It's just a vicious cycle. It's tough to break free from. And th this was me in my 20s as well. Rule number three, the bronze medal is diversify. It is a very attractive thing to want to put money into individual stocks. And again, I did this and it's a really easy way to lose money. So is it possible to beat the stock market? Yes, it is, but it's really hard. It's, is it possible for me to play on the PGA tour? It is possible, but it's really, really unlikely. Meaning don't there, put your are, page off. <laughs> there, there are professional golfers, which means it's humanly possible but it's not gonna be me because I don't have the resources to put towards that. So unless you are spending an enormous amount of time researching the companies and the investments and you understand trading, which is not me, even though I'm a full-time financial advisor, you shouldn't do that. You're better served to get the same return as the stock market. It's boring, but this is something that ought to be boring. So you can invest in something called a mutual fund or an exchange traded fund or an ETF and you sleep soundly and yeah. know that you're not going to blow up your portfolio and lose all your money. So pay yourself first, stay out of debt, take a diversified approach to your investing. Think about if your parents had taught you that when you were 15 years old. And think about if you had put those into practice when you got your first job, you almost write your own ticket. But you know what? I think my parents didn't tell me a lot of that stuff and I still didn't care. And so that's what I always say. If I can go back to myself and train myself, I don't think my 20-year-old self would punch me in the face and just go do what he wanted anyways. But just getting the awareness out there, that's the best you can do. And when people are ready, they, they take it up. Amen. But uh, George, I was going to touch on the subject of like debt with one of the biggest mistakes I made with, and also with some investors too, was to, to really scale and go for three different gyms. And my uncle, who was always my uh, person I looked up to in business and everything, told me, do not do that. Just stick with one place, move and go bigger, but never expand like that because you cannot be there. And I decided to do it anyways with investors. And I got to the point where it was hemorrhaging so bad, depression setting in and frantic and working 120 hours a week. And basically someone told me like, it's okay. It didn't work out. And investors will cover a lot of that. That's their job. And then the other thing is for my credit being ruined and what am I going to do? How am I going to pay this back? There is so many things out there and programs to help you. This is what America is all about. If you hit rock bottom, there are things and ways to get out. Stop sweating about it. You did the best you can. If you can come out of it, go ahead. But if you have to, I ended up making deals with a ton of different banks, my landlord and cut my debt, I think by like 80% and then made payments on the 20%. Now I still have my 
one gym, which is what I should have been doing the whole time. Happy as can be. I only work there two days a week and I do this and other things and help my wife and all that. So I can attest to that. Someone hitting, I don't know, people hit more rock bottom than me. Don't let that get you down. This is why America is so great. You can lateral and move up and go and keep going. Yeah, I think that's really well said. And I, I always try and share right at the top that I've made a ton of terrible financial decisions along with a lot of good ones. And yep. so I always appreciate when people share. And yeah, I mean, the worst thing you can do is try to hide from it and try to avoid it. You take it head on, you talk to your creditors, you look for proactive solutions. People are willing to work with you. And you know what? Things can change really fast. Things went sideways. However long it took for things to go bad, things can change and get better just at that same speed. So you just need to not hide from it and, and take your problems head on. Exactly. And my, my core philosophy now in life, that actually one of my clients, I keep pounding it into my head. Don't even worry. Life begins after 40. And now you know why. Everything you did before doesn't even matter. You're so dangerous right now. You don't even know it. I think that's awesome. If you'd like a little bit of help of checking out your diet and your current routine, I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help you point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Thank you for listening. And I just wanted to put out there, if anyone has any questions about dieting, working out, supplements, fasting, you know, I can go on and on with all the different topics on this show. Please check out my show notes for my email or check out my website contact page. And let me know what your question is, and I'll do a whole episode about it. One of the funnest parts of training clients is, you know, everyone's different, has different issues. There's always that one thing that kind of catches me off guard, and I might actually have to do a little research for it, but I love playing that personal trainer detective. So please reach out if you have something, and thanks for listening.